0: It's the Pinky the Pig Pink Show. Hello. Okay, it's me at Pinky the Pig. Pink. It's time for the Pinky the Pig Pink Podcast Show. Thank you for listening. And I'm here with my excellent friend, Mildred the Moo 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 Cow. Hi, Pinky. How are you, darling? I'm so really fabulous, good. How are you, darling? I'm so real fabulous, good. Yeah, pretty close. Okay, so last night Farmer Tommy was playing his guitar and singing, you know? Yeah, like he does. Yeah, and he had the amplifier and the microphone and all the equipment and all the buttons and dials. Right. And he was making an echo. Oh, his voice? His voice and the guitar. He's making an echo. His it come back. I can't do it, but he was making an echo. Was it cool? Yeah, he did it by turning the little knobs on the equipment, but, you know, he manipulated it through the equipment. Right, he manipulated it. Yeah, close. He manipulated it. He manipulated it. That's better. So, anyways, um, but Lady Lynette said the echoes are for real outside in nature. Well, yeah, like the like in the mountains, you know, your voice will come back, or if it really works really well, if you're like inside of a cave, as long as the cave isn't too small. What do you mean? Well, you know, your sound is a it's a vibration. Yeah, it's a sound wave. Right, so when you make a sound, it comes out. Yeah, from your vocal cords. Right, Mildred, can you make a sound from your vocal cords, please? Okay, I'll try. Oh, oh, oh. that's good. That's pretty good. Well, we're we're one and the same. What do you mean? Oh, it's good. It's not important. No. Okay, so go on, please. Okay. So an echo is produced when the sound waves go out and then they're reflected back to you and then they repeat the same sound. Yeah. So, but they have to have enough distance to travel to come back in time to give it time for you to hear it. In other words, like if, you, like if you go into a brand new house and go into like a closet, yeah, no, there's not going to be any clothes in there, a brand new house. Right, that's where I'm going. If you go in that closet and you make a sound, it's not going to echo, even though the walls are hard, because that's what you need to make an echo. You need a hard surface for the, for the sound to bounce off. It's like if you took a, a rubber ball, and you threw it against a hard wall, Yeah, it's going to bounce right off. It's going to come right back out at you. Yeah. So that's what happens when you get into a little closet. But if it's too small, it's the sound's not going to get back to you. It's going to get back to you really quick, and it's just going to seem like the same sound you just made. Oh, so it needs to be a little bit bigger. Right. Otherwise, it doesn't give it any time to echo. Okay. So another, if you're in that same brand new house and and you go in the living room and you make a sound, now your sound wave is going to travel and it's going to bounce off of the wall and then it's going to come back and it's going to give it time. You'll be able to hear the sound again as an echo. Yeah, because it's farther away. I get it. That makes sense. Okay. So, but now once you put the couches and the carpet and the, curtains and the pillows on the couches you know the sound is not going to bounce off and come back to you it's going to be absorbed so you're not going to get an echo yeah well it's like if you took that same hard ball and threw it into the couch into a pillow oh yeah yeah so I'm not gonna bounce off it's just gonna be absorbed by the pillow Right, so that's going to stop the movement, it's going to stop the motion, it's going to stop the vibration of the sound, and the pillow's going to absorb the sound. It's not going to bounce back to you. So it has to be a hard surface to produce an echo. Very good. So yeah, 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 I guess. So the hard objects reflect the sound, but the soft materials absorb the sound. Very good, and a really great place to hear us, the sound echo is in a cave. Oh, yeah, there are the big rooms under the earth in the rocks. Correct, and sometimes they take millions and millions of years to create, be created. Yeah, the erosion and the soil on top makes it crack and drops down, and then you have a cave. Yeah, okay, that's one way. And But if you go in a cave and and you make a sound, you're going to get a really good echo. And there's some really famous places all over the world that are known for their echoes. Yeah, and, like, and if you go in like a big church in a special room, you can get an echo or like a big, like, you know, like a courthouse or somewhere where the, the walls are hard, you make an echo. And then, and then like in the mountains, if you're outside, yada, yada, yay, yay. Pretty good, Pinky. Yeah, I think that's how they would talk to each other in the mountains. They'd yell out, yell to you, and then it would travel, you know, and then they could tell that the guy got home. Okay. And, you know, then there's another kind of echo that, like, the wh- whales and the dolphins use. Oh, yeah, that that's what is that called? Sonar? Well, that's a little different. No, we're talking about echolocation. Echolocation. All right, and the dolphins and the bats, they use that because when they make a sound, they're really sensitive to it, and they can feel the vibration come back, and they don't even need their eyes. They can just tell by the vibration that comes back where they are and what's around them. Wow, genius. Right, and that's like the dolphins have that big round dome on their, on the, over their forehead. That's part of their brain that senses those uh, vibrations that come back. That They make those clicking sounds. Yeah, they make the click, 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 and then the whales, that's their songs. And that's why they're doing that, because they find out where they are because the vibration comes back and bounces off stuff under the ocean. Right, and they also use those sounds to communicate, but you're right. And then what's a sonar? Well, that's like what the submarines use. But it's the same idea. They put out the vibration, the sound, through the water, and then it comes back, and they listen to the reflection of the sound. They can tell where they are and, you know, what's close. That's fascinating. I know, it is pretty cool, huh? And, you know, there's there's a famous blind man... I don't recall his name, but he could ride his bicycle around because he would do the same thing. He'd have to keep making a sound, but he became um, so aware of the vibration coming back to him, he learned how to see without his eyes. Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay, Mildred, time for a pretty poem now, please. Okay, great. We have a poem here. It's called, Yes, It Was the Mountain Echo, a poem by William Wordsworth. Oh, he goes way back. Yeah, like late 1700s, early 1800s. Yeah, that's my favorite kind of poetry. Okay, and he said, Yes, it was the mountain echo, solitary, clear, Profound answering to the shouting cuckoo, giving to her sound for sound, unsolicited reply to a babbling wanderer sent like her ordinary cry, like but oh, how different hear's not also mortal life, hear not we unthinking creatures, slaves of folly love or strife. Voices of two different natures? Have not we two? Yes, we have answers, and we know not whence. Echoes from beyond the grave, recognized intelligence. Such rebounds our inward ear catches sometimes from afar. Listen, ponder, hold them dear, for of God. Of God, they are. And that's a good poem. That's a beautiful poem. Thank you. Okay, talk to you tomorrow. I love you. I love you.